0: Now let's get to the juicy stuff. This time last week, maybe you were or maybe you weren't rolling either out of bed to your home office or going into the office. Talking or not talking about the Emmys that just happened. Steve, I don't know about you. Not only did I not know what happened, I didn't know it was on. And I knew it was on at least. Wow, so so you're even one better than I am, at least. I didn't even know that they were on. Um, I think award shows are done. I just – I don't find myself the same way being attracted to an award show like I was when we were growing up. I think a lot of it has to do with social media. I think a lot of it has to do with being able to get instant reaction online and then the next day on your phone. But no juice for me, man. Just none.
1: No. And I'll tell you when I, I think it started to all kind of go downhill when everything became a streaming service, right? Everything became a streaming service. And all of a sudden you didn't know exactly where to watch TV. You didn't know where to watch each show. And I think there was kind of a, people were knocking heads, whether it was, you know, the big cable corporations and the streaming services, neither one wanted to admit that the other had a good product. So therefore when these award shows came along maybe streaming services weren't getting the recognition they deserved initially or cable shows were being left out and that's where the consumer us just all of a sudden started to go you know what why bother with this when they can't even figure out this kind of qualm amongst themselves so that's that's what happened to award shows for me and even even sports award shows i am one of the few that watched the SBs this year Wow, that was Steph Curry awesome.
0: hosted, right?
1: He tried. Okay, it, it certainly, well, certainly wasn't a, you know the greatest hosting performance I've ever seen. But the ESPYS were something that I used to make appointment television to watch because it was it was a recap of the year that was in sports, and you have a million moments and great things that happened, and it just it fell flat on its face because it. it I'll say it reached a little too high. I'll leave it there, and then movies and tv shows i think they've forgotten why they're there movies and tv shows are entertainment for the masses and i think they get on their high horse sometimes of we're going to honor all these kind of artsy films that no one's seen
0: that's very philosophical of you Thank you. I've that's been a, called very,
1: the, the philosopher of our time.
0: Yeah, that, the very now we need now we need a separate button for if, if Steve <laughs> if Steve goes highfalutin on us, we rein him back in by by hitting another. I'm just gonna get like a little C soundboard for us. That there we go. We, we can start filling in all these knocks. I think the other thing too, I agree with everything you said. By the way, um, but I think the other part of it too is there's no there's no gathering around the TV for anything anymore. Because everything's available to watch whenever the heck you want to watch it. I know that the Emmys are on at a certain time and there's like live Twitter that people react to. Same thing for the Oscars. But it's not like when we were in elementary school or middle school and there were no smartphones. It was everyone had to be around the TV at the same time every day. Or you didn't get to talk about it the next day at school or at work. The phrase water cooler talk, that's where it came from. You don't need to do that now in order to be up on what's going on. You can log on the next morning on Twitter and see all the winners, all the speeches, everything that's going on. Anything that you missed, if you missed, you know, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, it's everywhere online the next morning. Which one? Lo- that was the
1: that was the Oscars. That right? was the
0: this year's past Oscars. Yeah. Okay. And that and do you? And let me ask. Do you remember anything else from those Oscars other than that? No. Absolutely. No, me either. Nope, me either. Don't remember which movies won. I don't barely remember. I probably couldn't tell you five movies that are nominated. And I love movies. I'm a movie buff. I watch movies all the time. I'm one of the few people that still go to the movie theaters and look forward to doing so. Um, it's just it's just not the same. Like I I remember, you know, being a kid and like the MTV movie awards would be coming up in a couple of weeks, and they'd be advertising for it on the TV and I'd get so excited. I'd like mark it down on my calendar and I'd make sure to remember, you know, that night to to get all my homework done and make sure I had nothing else going on. And you sit around the TV and they had all the special commercials for it and everything else. And I feel like, I feel like that's just an era gone by. There's, there's gotta be, I don't know if there's going to be a way to reinvent the award show, but the current method is, is certainly not
1: working right now. No, absolutely not. And you, you know, you talk, there are, you know so many good movies that could be nominated and for the last what 10 years more even the marvel cinematic universe has been what people want to watch what people mm-hmm. have been watching yet those movies get no recognition at these award ceremonies and that's kind of what i mean by they get on their high horse of of leaving stuff like that out when you can't deny the impact that those movies have had on keeping movie theaters in business uh, people you know downloading these streaming services to re-watch them so yeah they'd rather have like an, art,
0: like an artsy like movie like Parasite which exactly. is a foreign language film drama that is a great movie but it's not gonna get the same sort of reaction as if they said hey you know what 10 years worth of work we're gonna give Avengers Endgame the award right. for best
1: as a film. culmination of Right. You know billions of dollars being brought to movie theaters across the country, and so,
0: billions of eyeballs.
1: Right, and, and it, interest. I know that uh, I know. You know the opposite of those movies, maybe some of the classics. I know that's one thing that Dukes and Bell like to get on you for a little bit. There are a few movies out there that that you haven't seen that they like to give you grief about, whether that's on the air or off the air.
0: Well, in my defense, I am only thirty. So, True. Mike Bell's wheel. So. For those who listen to Dukes and Bell, Mike Bell has a wheelhouse of references that he likes to make that are movies from, I'd say, around the mid to late 70s through like the mid 90s. That's his wheelhouse, which is fine. That's when he was growing up and that's when he was the same age as I am now. But, you know, I have seen a lot of movies from that time. I just haven't seen all of them, but it was the obscure the moment, ones
1: like, that these references are from. Yeah.
0: The, the, he quoted, I think it was the naked gun the other day and I just, I just haven't seen the movie. I know what, what it is. I, mm-hmm. it just hasn't ever been on or I haven't ever, you know, went out of my way to make sure that I, that I see it. And when he asked me on the air, if I see it and I say, no, it's like, come on, you know, <laughs> I've not seen the naked gun. It's like, well, you know, Did you see the the reboot of the Power Rangers movie? I bet you didn't. Why? Because it's not. (laughs) That that would be the upset of all time, right? But the Power Rangers was my wheelhouse as a kid growing up. So when I'm you know 28 years old and they bring out a remake, I'm interested in it. I want to go see it just to check it out. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, you didn't see the Power Rangers reboot or the Transformers reboot? What the hell is wrong with you, man? But listen, they're just they're just busting my chops about all that stuff. But it is a good it is a good point, regardless. for the award shows and for, for movies in general, everyone has what they consider to be the golden age, the gold standard when things were best. And I'm sure if there's younger kids, you know, that stumble upon our podcast, maybe, and listen to it, they're going to be like, what do you mean? The MTV movie awards are the best thing now. Did you see, you know, Dua Lipa's live performance on there and you know, whatever. And I, or, you know, Ariana Grande, who are both talented artists who have a million charts on pop radio, but it's just, it's not something I listen to. My wheelhouse was Backstreet Boys in Sync and Britney Spears. Love it.
1: There, I've, I'll say, as far as old movies go, the other night, me, John Chuckery, and Dylan Matthews were here during an Atlanta United game, and there was the reveal for the new 2024 Ford Mustang. I've okay. always been a, a Mustang fan, I've only driven Mustangs up to this point. I'm 28. So it's not like I've been doing it forever. But I asked Chuckery, I said, are you a car guy? And he said, no, not really, whatever. So we started talking about it, though. And I said, Mustang. And he said, oh, like Bullet. And he looked at me as if I had no idea what the movie was. And I said, oh, yeah, I love that. That was the first time John Chuckery has looked at me not as a dopey millennial, (laughs) but an actual colleague and coworker, I think, here at 92.9. He was very impressed that I had seen Bullet.
0: You never know what's going to earn uh, another uh, dang media nugget. Sports radio guys, we're all quirky and we're all a little cuckoo. So we all, have, we all have our little quirks and things that we love. There it is, that we love and that, uh, you know, I'll say this, like, you know, Mike Bell loves cars. That's a huge interest of his outside of radio. Carl Dukes loves music. You know what his favorite? If I gave you a thousand guesses to guess Carl Duke's favorite band, you wouldn't get it. You know what it is? No idea. Coldplay. Really? Yeah. So that that's makes, what I'm saying. Like we're all <laughs> these eclectic sort of, you know, huh. bunch of. That should of people. be your
1: only rejoined music today. Is, is yeah, Coldplay exactly. Just, since we just, talked just about it. That's shameless plug
0: for the pod. I'm gonna get some copyright infringement going on here if I keep going. Yeah. So so that's what we've got:
1: dance pop. Intro space. We've got some nice stock music. So <laughs> we'll you need to, to throw to that. We'll find one that sounds like
0: Coldplay. Yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to get to those. But yeah, so that's that's all we're saying. It's just like award shows are gonna morph into something else the way that TV and streaming and even now sports with like Amazon getting Thursday night football and all that kind of stuff. Uh, by the way, on Thursday, oh boy. I got something about this Thursday night football broadcast mm. that we're going to talk to the people about. That's a little, little tease for right. you there because I am not a happy camper with one particular aspect of what's going on with streaming NFL football on the, on the TV. And All right, it, I like it. It, it that's, really that's three interrupted. Days. Yeah. I re it really interrupted my Thursday night football viewing experience. And I didn't even realize it was going to be a thing until I started watching the broadcast. I was caught way off guard by it. Um,
1: Brown Steelers right this Thursday?
0: Is it? I didn't even look. Yeah. I didn't even look that far. As a far Browns ahead. fan,
1: I'm I'm not looking forward to that. To that after what happened to the freaking Jets on Sunday. Hey was-
0: Jets, baby! <laughs> my Jets got a, my Jets got a win in the most in the most ridiculous fashion you could ever imagine. To um, the all Browns. Right, so the-
1: Uh, I was just going to say, over the last, I think, almost 2,300 times that a team had been winning by 13 points with a minute and a half to play, they won the game. Browns' first team to screw that up since 2001. And the Browns were the last team to do it in 2001, so... Well, a long the suffering Browns fan, it continues. The,
0: the fact that you memorize that nugget being on the losing end of that stat is pretty phenomenal. I will, I will say. What that. we
1: do as Browns fans—that's
0: you know what—you take it on the chin and then you wear it like a bib, probably around your neck. That's that's exactly. What you
1: do.